Good morning, everybody. Today is Thursday, December 31st, 2020. And we got some interesting things to talk about today, particularly the hypocrisy about a few different things. So I just want to start off with that. Now, first off, there is a photo I saw yesterday on the Internet. Nothing that we, you know, nothing credible or anything like that, but it is a photo. So I look at it and it makes a very, very good point. And I think I put it up on my Instagram story, but long story short, it pretty much said the FBI can solve the Nashville bombing in one, two days tops. But the Epstein footage, all of that underground breeding base he had, his island, the Hillary's emails, all, all that stuff couldn't be solved. Right. The FBI somehow screws that stuff up. But the, but the Nashville bombing within a day and a half tops. They can figure it out, no problem. So I don't mean to just jump into it like that, but it just got me so riled up inside. It was like, you know what? It's it's so true. It doesn't matter if it's Republican or Democrat or whatever. When it's in the best interest for both sides or at least certain individuals on both sides to cover things up, they have no problem doing it whatsoever, which is, again, quite ironic and hypocritical. But that's just the way the uh, the world works, right? Now, the next thing is that Trump was briefed on Chinese, on CCP, the Chinese Communist Party, paying non-state actors to attack American soldiers in the Middle East. Now, look, I don't, I'm not surprised. I'm really not surprised. This is nothing new. I mean, at the end of the day, this is like, I, I want to say 4D chess, but it's probably even more than that. There's certain things where countries work together on because it benefits both sides it's a win-win then there's other things where they're literally trying to kill each other so it's nothing new everyone's like cnn's talking about it like oh what's what's going on here like this and that right but they bring it up very lightly for a short period of time and then it's not covered again but then the story earlier this year about russia paying non-state actors or bounties to kill soldier u.s soldiers in afghanistan that was talked about like crazy, right? Because it's Russia. So again, it fits the narrative. And this is what I mean um, when I speak about how a lot of these major organizations, they don't explicitly come out and tell their employees, even at the higher levels, they don't explicitly come out and say, oh, you know, you got to do this, you got to do that, but they imply it. I mean, take a look at Barry Weiss at the New York Times, for example, when she wrote her article, I I believe was back in the summer about why she was leaving the New York Times, pretty much saying that Twitter has essentially become the editor in chief for the New York Times, meaning that if it does, if it doesn't suit the mainstream narrative, which a lot of Twitter tends to encompass, then they're not posting it. Right. Excuse me. Now, let's take a look at um, over here. Let's see. Pentagon officials are divided about Iranian attack. But look, that could be. We're talking about the Iranian bombs that Trump was briefed on, I believe it was two Sundays ago now. And he was pretty much told that there were four bombs that were initially planned to be launched to attempt to blow up the U.S. embassy in Baghdad. And the bombs malfunctioned. Now, look, nothing against the Iranian people, but the Iranian government, it seems like, not, not to make fun of them or anything like this, but they do have a record of messing things up when it comes to technology and things like that. And so... I can see why this would be Iran. I'm not trying to make it a stereotype like every time something doesn't work or malfunctions, it's Iran. But this seems to have their writing all over it, so to speak. Right. And I could be very wrong. We don't know what's going on now. This could be a power play in term on an intelligence front in the sense that they don't want Iran to know what they're really planning. So the generals and the, you know, the Pentagon will put out this type of statement and then 
that's that's about it right to leave them kind of deceived and all that because it's a chess game like always right the next thing is that now this is what i want to talk about so the walmart tweet to josh hawley so it, for those who don't know josh hawley is a republican senator from my understanding he's looking to run in about four years so we have to look at all the angles here regardless of which political view we take right but at the end of the day we have to look at all the angles and we have to say okay how much is he doing this for his reelect or for re-election or for running for possible president vice presidency or something of the sort in four years from now and how much of this is actually serious now you might say okay dave what are you talking about well Josh Hawley said that he will not accept and approve on his behalf the electors on January 6th. If I'm saying this correctly, please uh, correct me in the comments if I didn't say that correctly. But long story short, the Mike Pence has to pretty much certify it all January 6th. And they pretty, all the senators have to come in and talk about if they object or if they agree and this and that. Josh Hawley said he objects not because Biden lost, but because he wants to raise the valid argument and make a principal point about a debate surrounding voter fraud. Now, this is the interesting thing. He was then replied to by the official Walmart account where they said allegedly that the person running that account thought they were on their personal account and they tweeted that by accident and Walmart did defend that employee instead of fire them or anything like this. And Walmart did apologize as well. But it's not about that. Everyone's saying, oh, look at Walmart. They're liberal. They're, they're extremely Democrat. They're hypocritical. Look at them. Look, they're a corporation. Of course they're going to be. But at the same time, we also have to say, okay, this was a kid running their social media, or maybe a per not a kid, maybe an adult, running their social media that did this, and they thought they were on their personal account. Now, before putting that story aside, what we then have to say is, okay, what does it tell you when, even though it was a mistake, but what does it tell you when the person running the social media account leans extremely left? I'm not saying they should lean extremely right. But I'm saying, are you sure this is someone you want to put in charge of a multinational corporate social media handling, if you will? Is this something that we really want to is this someone we really want to put in there? And so what I'm trying to say is that if if the, the left is going to get oversensitized about a lot of different things and say everything's a disaster and it's preposterous and da da da, then we have to apply the same thing to the other side as well. And that means that, yes, does it create more division? Sure. But technically, isn't that what each side wants? in a certain way right now look i could be very very wrong i'm not saying like if this was the other way around if that person from walmart tweeted in extreme strong far-right support of josh Hawley or said something extremely far-right or something like this i i would say the same thing i would say is this someone that walmart wants running their social media accounts or one of the people running their accounts because the whole point is to, even if you have a view deep down inside, you have to stay calm emotionally and you have to take a step back and you got to look at all the angles. But evidently, this was not the case, right? So again, it's, it's, just a, it's just a disaster anyways. But now, according to an Atlantic article with a direct quoted source, CNN, and CNN specifically Jim Acosta, said they're not going to cover Biden the way they did Trump. How can, this is my whole thing, how can you say that? when Biden hasn't even gotten in yet. Because let's face it, Trump is great for ratings, whether you love him or whether you hate him. And it's true because guess what? It has people like myself talking to you guys about it right now. It's true. So at the end of the day, will all these major networks lose ratings big time? Yes, and Trump knows that. So when these networks overreact, a lot of times they're overreacting because it just brings in the, the clicks and it brings in the views on cable television and things like that. So... Look, at the end of the day, it's a business. The only time 
I will maybe believe that the intention of the mainstream media is actually to tell the truth is when they get their funding out of that business. When they stop receiving or taking money from major corporations. You got, all you got to do is look up, for example, CNN, MSNBC, even Fox News. All you got to do is look up the major donors and the major contributors to these companies and these organizations. They're all corporations. You got some foundations in there and stuff. But again, you have like the Clinton Foundation. I, th- I believe they're like, if I'm not mistaken, the sixth highest contributor or donator to CNN or something like that. But anyways... It tells you a lot when money is being given, even if it's being given to both sides. And I do this all the time. I talk about this often where big pharma, big tech, big, big oil, they'll give money to both sides. So it doesn't matter. And because they have so much profit to begin with, what's the difference? You toss a million to this side, you toss a million to that side, right? Now, the next thing I want to talk about is this is a little bit of a side kind of fun thing but a jetpack guy was spotted again and i'm a couple days behind on this because i didn't follow up with it i got i'm not gonna lie to you guys but the jetpack guy was spotted again and was filmed look the way i see it is it's probably not some guy in his garage doing this stuff because when you're that high up in the air when you're anywhere from you know 20 30 000 feet to all the way up to 60 70 000 feet up in the air this is not some guy in his garage, and if it is, I will be extremely impressed, and I'm sure the government was all over it to take his technology, assuming that it was some guy in his garage or his basement making something, which, hey, I give all the more credit to if it is, but ultimately, I do think it is more than likely a military program, right? And look, of course, it's going to leave people guessing, but you remember back in 2008 or 2009 when Obama said as a joke, but he kind of meant it, he hinted at it, he made a speech saying, Long story short, folks, he goes, we're building Iron Man, or we're building an Iron Man, and everyone starts laughing and clapping. Hey, that might have been a legitimate uh, announcement in a certain way, and the, the same way they talk about UFOs, they, they say, they go on these talk shows, and when they're asked about it, they kind of say it indirectly, and in a joking way, so everybody laughs, but it could be a very serious answer, like when they say, well, the aliens don't want us to, don't want us to reveal themselves to you, to the public, and then everyone starts laughing. Obama said that, I think, on Jimmy Kimmel right? And then everyone starts laughing and clapping, and then it's just kind of taken as a joke. But what if that's really the answer of what it is, right? And so same thing. Hillary Clinton said the same thing three or four years ago on Jimmy Kimmel. She goes, well, you know, they're not called UFOs anymore. They're called UAPs, unidentified aerial phenomenon, right? So again, excuse me, it's just a constant game and a constant cycle regurgitating, right? The next thing is that the alleged stronger strain of COVID, which I listen at this point, Unless there's evidence that could be brought forward that could substantially ascertain the veracity of this, like prove that it's legitimately real. It's the same thing as this big Russian cyber attack that hit the U.S. that the the media just suddenly stopped covering, by the way. It's literally, we just got to take their word for it. Take their word on the fact that this strain is a lot stronger, assuming this strain even exists. And I'm not trying to say it doesn't. I'm just saying we got to look at all the angles because unless we see this for ourselves or have some type of solid evidence that cannot be denied, we don't know, right? Excuse me now. So Fauci, Dr. Fauci said that he believes the vaccine should still protect against a mutated strain. Now, apparently there's two or three mutated strains. One of them found in the south part of the UK, another one in a certain part in Africa. It's hard to say, right? It's hard to say what's going on here. Now, it hit Colorado and then now they found this strain in California, allegedly. And I'm not trying to say that COVID is fake. All I'm trying to say is that we got to look at all the angles because when the only proof we have are the headlines on MSNBC, ABC, NBC, CNN, CNBC. When those are the headlines, Fox, actually, I don't know if Fox does it, but anyways, 
we don't know. All we got, like the only proof is the headline on that screen. That's that's all I'm saying. I'm not trying to fear monger, and I'm sure you guys know me by now. For those who've been watching for a little while, I'm not trying to fear monger. I'm not trying to create some type of oh, what, what's going on here? We don't know. No, but we honestly, truly don't know. And I'm saying that in a, a civil way as and calm way as possible, because I'm not trying to create some type of overreaction, some far left or far right overhype or whatever. But it's true. I mean, other than the fact that certain people may know people that have it and things like this, what I'm speaking about specifically is this alleged mutated strain. The only evidence we have is the mainstream media, really, right? So, anyways, the next thing I want to talk about is that Trump is headed back to the White House early to attempt to get enough people to not certify the votes on January 6th. Look, whether you like him or not, you got to give it to the guy. He's a fighter. Whether you like him or not, maybe maybe your perspective or perception of the word f fighter is viewed differently than myself, and that's fine. I totally respect that. But you know what? When the guy when the guy's got his mindset on something, he goes for it. You you got to give him that. Whether you like him or not, whether it's good or bad. The same way I said I've been saying the last few days that he created a ripple in the timeline of things, right? Again, same thing. Whether you like him or not, he did create a ripple. Whether you think it was a good ripple or a bad ripple, that's a different story. That's up open for interpretation and open for debate, right? But again, we'll, we'll see what happens from there. The next thing is that China just approved its first COVID uh, vaccine. So China just first approved this COVID vaccine. Look, there's a lot of conspiracies about that. They had it from the beginning. They knew what was going on. So I don't want to jump into that because we can take so many different routes so many different sources and people are saying so many different things, right? So it just doesn't make sense. But another thing I want to mention very quickly is that, and it goes back to the beginning of the episode, the hypocrisy, guys, the, the, the hypocrisy is ridiculous. So, for example, there was a political ar article that went up talking about how the, how hydroxychloroquine, I was about to say adrenochrome, <laughs> but how hydroxychloroquine is good for you. And then, this was back in March, then when Trump said this thing in April, the article got taken down, and then another journalist or writer at The Atlantic put up an article saying, oh, no, no, I believe it was political, political or The Atlantic, I don't want to get, uh, I don't want to risk getting sued here, but another journalist put up an article saying, no, no, it's bad for you. So again, we see this time and time again, all you got to do is hop on like Reddit or wherever, Facebook, wherever, and what you'll see is... People will take headlines, take screenshots of it, and put them side by side. A CNN headline from, you know, uh, February 2020, and then a CNN headline from August 2020, and it's saying completely opposite things. Now, look, if it's written in the opinion section, that's a different story. But at the same time, it's still hypocritical. It's just a constant game. That's like the thing when Jim Acosta, CNN yesterday, they said they, don't, they shouldn't be covering Biden the way they cover Trump. Why? Because Biden doesn't get ratings like Trump does? Or because you've been trying to rip on Trump and find every little piece of dirt on him that you can for the last four years, right? So the narrative is just so, so biased. And I'm not saying it should be the other way. I'm not saying it should be more of a conservative narrative. It should be as down the middle as possible. But that won't change until we get the money and the corporations out of these big mainstream media companies. But that's why these anchors can make 5, 10, 15, 20, in some cases $40 million a year. Because that's the, it, it's a, well, okay, there's advertising money and the donations that they receive and the contributions from these corporations, right? So, again, it's, it, it, it's ridiculous, but 
you know, the, it is what it is, right? So please let me know what you guys think, and uh, we will catch you guys later on today for the regular episode. If not, we will see you guys tomorrow morning. Thank you very much.